Now, before we wrap up the week here on the Master, catching up with News Talk ZB sports presenter as well as rugby commentator for Gold Sport, Elliot Smith. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Andy. Great to have you back on the waves down here in the south. You've been a busy man of late doing all this commentary for Super Rugby. Firstly, how's Super Rugby going from your perspective? Because you'll have a good gauge on things. Oh, look, I think it's going very well, um, or as well as could be expected. Look, as, as, as there always is, there's some dud games every weekend. But I think you look back at the opening three weeks ahead of uh, round four tonight, and you, you immediately go to um, what the draw were able to do last week um, in that stunning game in Lotoka against the Crusaders. Uh, the Blues-Hurricanes game last week was a, a fairly tight one in the end. It looked like the Blues might run away with it for a bit, but then the Hurricanes came back into the contest. And uh, there's been other games as well, you know, Blues-Brumbies in that opening uh, weekend as well. I know me saying it wasn't a high standard of, of rugby necessarily, especially in the second spell, but it was tight, it was close, it was, it was uh, a bit of drama about. So um, I, I think, by and large, um, certainly a, a pass mark for what we've seen out of Super Rugby to start the season. And... Um, this weekend, uh, probably, you know, the highlight will be the, the Blues Crusaders come come Saturday night. But um, you know, there's all sorts of uh, intrigue, uh, you know, across the competition and um, how the, the Kiwi teams uh, have been faring. The Fijian Drua up to um, the Fijian Drua beating the Crusaders last week has that really set this co- uh, competition up? Well, I think it has. I mean, this has justified their inclusion, hasn't it? That um, you know second season this year um, and the ability to now go home and play games and obviously they're playing a few games in Queensland last year and, and various other places that didn't have a home base this year I mean they played a couple in, in um, CG last year but having the ability to play on the islands I mean that's going to be I reckon sort of an eight point head start every time they play that crowd and that, that weather um, I thought they would get uh, you know a few home wins this season I didn't expect it to be um, against the Crusaders in round three I thought the Crusaders uh, might be tested, given they didn't send a few uh, of their frontline players over. But not only they tested, you know, if, they, if the Crusaders had managed to snatch that, it would have been a very unfair result um, on the um, on the draw. I thought that was superb last week. So, um, you know, that set the competition in the line and, and really justified having those um, those teams in. The next step is getting Moana Pacifica up to speed, um, not only as a team, but also having their home games, um, you know, in Apia and in Tonga where possible over the next few years. And, really developing them because it looks like the Fiji and Drua are ahead of stay and um, certainly have justified their inclusion. I think that's um, what's made Super Rugby Pacific so good. I mean, um, over these last few um, weeks, the thing that's your week one as well, Moana, Drua was a cracking game um, in, in the first round as well at Mount Smart Stadium. So um, Drua more than justified their um, their inclusion in this competition and um, looking forward to seeing uh, you know Moana come up to speed in the next little while as well. What do we make of the Highlanders and the start they've had? Now, the Western Force are coming down to Invercargill, um, the biggest road trip in sport, arguably. Um, what's happening with the Landers? Yeah, oh, look, I, I think ultimately there's been some recruitment issues at the Highlanders that are probably uh, they're probably paying for now. There's been a, probably a, a bit of a gap in whether that's um, you know, organisation issues uh, or whether it's just players not wanting to, to come to the, the South. I, I really don't know and haven't been able to put my finger on it because... You think if you're a player, you want to play alongside the likes of, of Aaron Smith, you know, the, uh, one of the world's best halfbacks, um, and play alongside them. But they just haven't been able to recruit um, some of those key players from around the place. I heard they had a crack at Damian McKenzie or certainly looked at it uh, last year when he came back from Japan. We weren't able to get him because sort of Southland boy across the line. So, um, you know, I think recruitment-wise is probably... Um, I might have been taken off the ball there from the Highlanders and now they're paying for it on the park. Having said that, 
I really like what they're doing with um, you know, recruiting some of those younger players. And I think while it won't be showing through this year, the likes of Sean Withy, um, you know, Fabian Holland's continuing to grow and a yeah. couple of young first fives that are, um, have come out of the high school system um, from Otago and Southland that are promising uh, as well and a few loose boards and, and various other positions. So while it's not the year and won't be this season, uh, I think there's a bit to like about the Highlanders and, um, you know, as long as they've got the right coaching around them, they've got the promising signs of a, a good youth development system coming through that should stand them in good stead. Um, and perhaps by the time we get to sort of 2025, 26, uh, they might have uh, some very good players indeed. Super Rugby Aopiki uh, coming out to the semi-final stage. How's that been? Yeah, I think it's been entertaining. Um, I, I've been disappointed by the Blues, I have to say, from, from our neck of the woods um, and you know, having the the reigning player of the year, world player of the year at that, and Rua Hay Demand, not, you know, not being able to lead this team um, to perhaps the results they were after. Having said that, semi-finals this weekend, and uh, every team remains alive in the competition, 1v4, 2v3, and a four-team uh, competition. The Chiefs, Manawa, are the best team in the comp. Uh, the team representing the South Island, I think, has been very good, um, much improved on last year. Um, look, if they snatched that win in week two, um, things might have been, uh, you know, a wee bit different. They might have been real challenges for the title. As it happens, I think they'll have to um, hope that, um, you yeah, know, the, the Chiefs fall over at some point. But um, I think Mudder to have shown some promising signs. That, that dramatic win at full-size bar in week one. They should have won in week two, um, potentially against the Hurricanes. And then, you know, they, they pushed the Chiefs right to the limits last weekend as well. So I've been very entertained by it. It's been high-scoring. It's been entertaining. Uh, I think the competition format needs a wee bit of work with all teams qualifying for the semi-finals and final. But yeah, um, yeah, I think it's only improved. And, and look, ideally, we look down the track in the year's time, and hopefully, it's merged with the Australian competition, and it's a you know a ten-team comp, comp rather than or twelve teams if they include the Fiji and Drua uh, women's comp and, and various things um, along the way. So. Uh, promising signs. I think this year has been better than last year, uh, but still a wee way to go. Just finally, Six Nations, England, credibility is on the line against Ireland this weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look, um, this has been... I've loved the Six Nations this year. I love it every year, but especially World Cup year, there's plenty of uh, interesting stories and intrigue around how things pan out, and then we've certainly seen that this year. And, uh, you know, Ireland go in search of a grand slam come um, Sunday morning. I'm sure England would love nothing more not only this current crop of players, but um, you know, the whole history of England and Ireland to go over there and deny them a Grand Slam title this weekend and the Six Nations crown would be um, something pretty special indeed. Having seen, said that, given what they turned in at Twickenham last week against France, you have to say very, very unlikely. Ireland have been very strong this season. That They've got some real depth now in that team that they probably didn't have five or so years ago. You know, they... You know, first beat New Zealand, but they weren't able to back it up. Now they've got depth across 23-plus on their team and, and a very scary proposition is the countdown to the World Cup this year. England have got to right the wrongs from last week, but I still suspect Ireland will come out and win the Six Nations, win the Grand Slam come Sunday morning in Dublin. And by Joe's St. Patrick's Day weekend over there, yeah. it's one hell of a party, won't it? Elliot Smith, appreciate your time as always. Anytime, mate. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, brought to us by Livestock Supplies. An Irish farmer was walking along the boundary between his and his neighbour's fields when he spotted his neighbour carrying two sheep in his arms. Tony, he called, are you going to shear those sheep? I am not, the neighbour replied. They're both for me.
Enjoy St Paddy's Day. You've been listening to the Muster on Hokanui. Remember, the best of the muster thanks to McNeil Distribution. 5am tomorrow here on Hokanui. Enjoy the weekend. Go the Landers. Prem Rugby starting this weekend. Get amongst it. See you on Monday. Have a great weekend. This is our-